0: Hello, oh, Internet.
1: Hi, Internet. Welcome to episode 119 of Outrage Factory.
0: Uh, the podcast where we look at the things that made people mad online and explain why they're dumb for caring. Dale, cheers. Cheers. We are now entering our what sixth week of isolation and social so social social distancing.
1: Yeah, I think so. Uh if you yeah. It's uh I don't know, April just kinda came and went real fast. Like, March was so bad, and everyone was like, April's gonna be the worst month of our lives. And then it was just like, oh, April's fucking done. Do
0: you remember the fucking beginning of the year when everyone was like, 2020? How could it possibly get any worse than 2019? (laughs) Uh, And looking back, you're like, what the fuck do we have to complain about? Like, there was nothing... Yeah, um There's nothing worth complaining about.
1: Can we go back to that whole World War thing? Because that was a lot easier to handle than this. When they were like, oh, Trump killed that fucking person who's the embodiment of pure evil. He's going to start a war. And then nothing happened. And then Australia caught on fire. And we're like, oh, shit, this might be it. And then kind of flooded and got put out.
0: Oh, speaking of, uh, pour, pour one out for your Korean homie, uh, Kim,
1: Kim Jong-un. Huh? Kim Jong-un. He's dead, right? Isn't he? They're saying he's... Well, actually, what happened was the United States uh, intelligence community reported that he was dead. Well, I think it was TMZ was one of the first ones who said he was dead, but they're like, according to sources, he's dead. And nobody would say what the sources were because the U.S. intelligence agency was like, "Uh, our sources say he's dead. And then... Everybody's like, oh, yeah, fuck, yeah, he's dead. And then South Korea was like, actually, he's still alive. So I'm going to say he's dead because the only people who's saying he's not dead are Koreans. And I don't know why South Korea would want to say he's alive when he isn't, though. It seems like they're neighbors that hate each other so they yeah be like,
0: i mean they definitely i i could not see them having any interest in uh, in lying about it mm-hmm. um so who the fuck knows man
1: but uh north korea is about to get a milestone i think the first country in the world to have a female dictator is it still called a dictator if it's a woman is it a dictatorette what because because di- no. dictator Sounds ex- like an exceptionally male misogynist or More like, no, term. I'm not going to say it. Were you going to say "Vagitator?": Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Can we seriously? <laughs> no, we cannot. That'll we cannot be the that hottest bud word, buzzword do since it. Kung Flu. Dude. We're not, we're not going to do it. We got to post that to Reddit before someone else does. We got to. I mean, I'm sure someone's beating us to it, right? I mean, yeah. If we thought of it, there's garbage people who are like, what can I say that's offensive? That's the worst thing about the
0: internet now. Every time I have like a banging joke that pops into my head, I will hop onto Twitter and just search the like literal phrase that's in my head. And there's (laughs) always somebody who has come up with it uh, fucking years before me. And then Mm. I just feel much less... Uh, much less clever and less good
1: about Yeah, it's like, I call that hive mind when it's like, whatever made you think of that, that led you to the joke, someone else already had like the sort of same stimulus or whatever. So it's kind of like started as a joke where it's like, we all share a mind and all of our thoughts go back and forth. And that's why we all think of the same things right at the same time. But it's probably just someone else will be like, ah, oh, it'd be funny and offensive if, We took the male-sounding word out of dictator and replaced it with the female-sounding word in dictator. So, uh, yeah, what do you think? Do you think? Have you? Do you know anything about what's her name? Um, Is it Kim Joyoon? Is that her name? Something. because I, I think the only reason I think I remember the name is because Kim Yo Jong. Yeah. Are we going to get in trouble for mispronouncing that?
0: Yeah. Almost definitely.
1: Do they have podcasts in North Korea?
0: We only, no, but we also, I was going to say we could have uh, people who are, I mean, we're the whitest dudes on earth. I don't think anyone would expect us to get that right.
1: Yeah. I mean, they're probably like, well, they tried and they actively Googled it. So they put in more effort than other white people. So I guess we already got that going for us. So I'm just gonna open this up. So um, if Kim Jong Un is dead, who's gonna be the boogeyman? Who's who's gonna be the like fake boogeyman? That's kind of the boogeyman because Kim Jong Un. Everybody's like, oh, he's gonna fucking bomb the states for sure. Trump should be nice to him, and it was all. It's it's
0: already China, man. Like it's this is like. This whole virus thing has given the Western world, like, uh, a reason to wage war on China for the next
1: fucking century or so. Um, Yeah, I heard someone told me, this is is where I'm at. I'm so sick of, like, Googling COVID news and reading about it that when people tell me stuff, I'm like, I don't want to look it up. But someone was like, yeah, Trump's going to start going after China to get, like, financial restitution for pretty much hamstringing the usa i mean yeah even he's, though, yeah
0: he's already done it not financial restitution they have there's been a couple like lawsuits launched in private court in uh or not private court in court uh by like citizens groups or something in the united states suing china for uh COVID 19 but uh, trump is already like you can tell he's setting the stage for that because he keeps referring to it as the chinese coronavirus like he's the long game is that he's already trying to shift public sentiment in the U in the U S against the Chinese. Um, Well,
1: if I was Trump, I'd be pissed because remember when he blocked flights to China and everybody's like, Oh, you can't do that. That's racist. It's not their fault. And then the world health organization was like, Oh, maybe we shouldn't fully take this out on China yet because it'll like cause racism against the Chinese. And then, that kind of just fucking backfired.
0: Well, it didn't though, because the cases in the United States didn't come from China at all. They came from Europe where Yeah, they
1: came from Italy.
0: Yeah. So Which
1: uh remember when he blocked flights to Europe and everyone was like, Oh fuck. It was like the same thing as China. It was like he was like, Oh, we're gonna stop all flights from and then it caused that fucking that huge hysteria for all the Americans that were stuck in Europe. Yeah. So they probably brought it back anyway.
0: Yeah, like I, I think they did a study and, and there will be further studies done on this. But like, I think most of the case transmission to all these various countries weren't from us shutting down borders to foreign travelers. It was shutting down borders to foreign travelers and letting your own citizens who had already con- contracted the virus come home.
1: Yeah, it was like, oh, the, the Americans who are visiting Italy definitely won't get this disease then then they'll come back and they'll be fine yeah yeah um
0: so anyway yeah trump is already definitely shifting public sentiment against the chinese um i still think he was you know everyone's talking it up like oh the liberal media you know made fun of trump for it and and they were trump was right and liberals got owned because uh look at how this virus spread but it definitely (laughs) spread from it like it's not like china sent like Uh, secret agents out to like spread this virus across the world. Oh yeah. It
1: it wasn't like, um, sorry, I'm just hand sanding. If you're wondering why I'm moving my hands. Uh, It wasn't like uh, a malicious thing that they did aggressively against the U S it was more of a, I think of anything, it's more of a case of like, Oh, we fucked up and we couldn't handle our own shit and it got out.
0: Did you just have to explain that you weren't masturbating live on air? Yeah.
1: Well, I was going like this, and I was just like, like I was going like this, and I didn't want people no, I'm to be just like, sanitizing "What? What's in here, guys? What's Dale doing with his hands? What's going on?" And I was like, <laughs> I don't know. And then I was like, oh, hand, because I have hand sanny here, and I'm in the habit of now that since I've hand sanny so much in the last six weeks that if I see hand sanny, I'll just do it without thinking about what I'm doing, and then I just it's like one of those like it's becoming like a subconscious twitch.
0: I went to the grocery store the other day and they had these uh, giant fucking bottles of hand sanitizer that uh, Central City, which is a local brewery, uh, instead of making alcohol you drink, they are now making alcohol that you can put on your hands. Um, But that was like, to me, that was like, oh, maybe the panic buying is over because there was an entire fucking shelf full of hand sanitizer. But Uh, you're only
1: allowed to buy one of anything now like that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Did you buy one? Yeah, I dude, like I swear for the rest of my fucking life, if I go into a grocery store and they have toilet paper or hand sanitizer or any Lysol products, I'm just grabbing one based on. Yeah, I no mean, doubt. It'll be, it'll be like muscle memory. I'll be like 60 years old and coronavirus will be yeah. so long in the past and I'll still be like, but well, you never know when you might need to sanitize <laughs> the fuck out of yourself.
1: Your house is going to look like your dad's because he has like a what? 750 mil hand pump of hand Sandy beside the kitchen sink all the time. And it's like before that, like two months ago, I was like, when we, I saw that, I was like, who has this much big of a thing of hand Sandy. And now, like I think back, I'm like, Oh man.
0: Oh, my dad was definitely ahead of the curve on, uh, on germophobia. So uh, I give him props for that all the time. He was always (laughs) like insisting that we wash our hands. Uh, And it turns out he actually knows what the fuck he was talking about. So (laughs) good job, dad.
1: Yeah. You should make him you wash your hands. Does um sorry I forgot to ask you when we were talking about it like ten seconds ago, but the Central City brewing hand sandy, does it smell like beer? No. That'd be kinda gross. But it'd be cool if they like they're like made it some sort of like different scent than just regular hand sandy to just be like No. Yeah, because I guess you don't really need a novelty angle for hand sanity right now. Yeah,
0: right now, literally, all I care about is that I don't get a virus and fucking end up on a ventilator. <laughs> <But that's far.
1: laughs> yeah, because it's funny. You find hand sanitizer from last year. Like, I just, this is, that's the one I found. This one in my car. And it's like, it's got, like, Be Vibrant, and it's got advanced hand sanity gel. It's got with essential oils and, like, all this weird shit. And you're like... Well, wow, they really had to up their game to sell it like a year ago. And now like it's just like – Nobody will
0: ever have to do that ever. Yeah.
1: Now it's just like gasoline and you're like, oh, fuck. I'll take it. Whatever.
0: Wait. Does gasoline kill coronavirus? <laughs> well, it's like- no, I
1: just meant like it could smell like anything. And gasoline point, is a terrible smell. You can probably fill a
0: jerry can of gasoline for cheaper than buying a bottle of hand. Like I'm sure if you compare <laughs>
1: the price per liter –
0: Hand sanitizer is up here and gasoline oh, is yeah. here because uh, oil prices have just fucking cratered, uh, which is great
1: news for Alberta. Yeah, it's... Uh, was that last week? Like, did we talk about how the oil price went less than zero? Was that last week or is that happened? Who the fuck knows? That? Dude, are you asking? Time
0: is like, honestly, just a construct now. It doesn't... I measure my weeks in like how often I change my sweatpants that I'm wearing, which I would like to add, I put on jeans for the first time in. Oh fuck dude. Probably five weeks the other day and they just felt so fucking constricting. Like yeah. I, can't, I can't do it. I don't know how I'm going to go back to wearing <laughs> regular pants after this.
1: Dude, think okay. about wearing a slim fit tailored three piece suit right now. Uh, it would, you just get like claustrophobic It'd feel like, having tensor bandage all around your body.
0: It's funny because a lot of these uh, online retailers uh, are having some banging sales because I'm sure they're just trying to keep the lights on through the uh, upcoming fucking uh, recession that's going to be lasting for the next couple of years. So I'm like buying all this shit that's on sale thinking like, Oh, when this goes back, I'll go back to dressing nicely. Uh, and my internal monologue is like, "Fuck no, that's not going to happen." Like, if if they come out with like dress sweatpants, maybe I'll buy a couple pairs of that and wear those. But I'm not, uh, I'm not gonna go back to wearing fucking like suits anytime soon or ever again.
1: Yeah, no, like I can't even imagine putting a tie on right now. I mean, I haven't worn a tie before this for a while, but now, like, thinking about like wearing a dress shirt and like fucking dress pants and dress shoes even oh like my like i think i think i might have like just kind of fucking rode right through the cusp of the wave where i'm like dad style now like i'm over 40 i've been too used to like jogging pants and athleisure wear to go back to like jeans or anything above jeans i don't think it's gonna happen
0: Dude, you've been dad style. I hate to break it to you, you've been dad style for many, many years. Uh, you have yeah, but- that awful pair of fucking like Adidas. What are they? Adidas sandals uh, with
1: just like the one
0: band across the top. The sandals <laughs> you fucking wear all the time.
1: <laughs> I don't wear those. No, I have. I had fucking dad flops. Now, like I used to have flip flops that I wore all the time. And then I switched to Vans when it got cold and then my flip flops broke. So I went to dad flops, which are those old Tevas, which are like, the, like three strap sandals where there's like a strap over your toes, then strap around your ankle. And I wear those. Oh. And uh, it's fun because everybody at work fucking hates them. Wait, you wear and, these in a welding shop? Well, I wear them to work. Then I change into my work boots. Yeah, seems, It
0: seems unsafe.
1: Yeah, it's totally unsafe. But I mean, I got to let my dogs bark all the way home while I'm driving home. So I got to take off my work boots and put on some flops. That's where it's at. So, uh, yeah, I don't. Yeah, it was probably dad style forever. But I was like, Gene. maybe button up shirt dad and now i'm just like fucking doesn't give a fuck dad
0: giving up on life dad (laughs) like that it's like i don't have the energy to care about how i look anymore Uh, i'm gonna look like
1: is dad okay is dad going through some stuff (laughs) i'm like
0: (laughs) newly divorced dad i'm not (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's that's the style of dad i am Uh, Hey, in non-coronavirus-related news, although maybe coronavirus-related news, because it was very suspect how, uh, what was it, the FBI released Oh, the Pentagon. The Pentagon. Which is
1: even fucking worse.
0: So here, there's either like, there's two sides to this. They either did it being like, okay, this will distract everyone from coronavirus so we can finally just like get this off our chest and fucking like, here you go. Or they were like, we will release this when the only thing the world is paying attention to is coronavirus. And we can just, like, sneak this in under the radar. And it honestly has not made that much of, like, if this news had dropped eight months ago, you look at that Area 51 shit that happened. Oh, yeah, definitely. And, like, people would be losing their fucking minds. And this was basically like, we're going to confirm aliens exist. Uh, yeah. And that they visited our planet. And everyone's like, man eh.
1: Yeah, so I guess if you don't know exactly what we're talking about, the Pentagon on their site released um on their was it Freedom of Information Act list, they released the three videos that the Navy had recorded of UFOs which they had been they'd neither confirm nor deny these accounts up until basically like 2 days ago when they're like, "Oh yeah, these uh UFO videos are real." And here they are. And I'm like you, Derek. I think it's either in reaction to Donald Trump telling everybody to start huffing disinfectant or they're like, okay, everybody – because it's like the reason everybody has this conspiracy. They're like, they're not telling us there's aliens because they don't want the world to panic and – like all hell to break loose, but now they're like, "Well, the earth's already panicking." So yeah. like, you can't so panic I feel like we're panicking yeah. right now. <laughs> I feel like somebody in the Pentagon was like, "Yo, check out this weird shit I found." Dad's not paying attention. He's off telling everybody to start drinking bleach. So I'm gonna show you. Just don't freak out. And everybody who saw it, like for a bit, they're like, "Oh shit!" Okay, don't don't. Fuck. It's like in like when you're a kid and someone's like look at this fucked up thing i have they wouldn't have said fucked up they'd be like look at this crazy thing i have and then everybody looks and then there's just this wave going around the classroom of everybody trying not to freak out so that the teacher takes away whatever you're looking at i think I feel, it feels a lot like that
0: i think the benefit of this uh is like right now the world needs to unite against something and we're yeah, already China. we're already okay yeah <laughs> other than that <laughs> we're already kind of uniting against China. Yeah. Uh, but then there's also like, we need like our fucking Bill Pullman in Independence Day moment. Oh yeah. Where he like gets up and makes a speech and like we can all, everyone can hate aliens equally because there's yeah. none of them here. We can all be racist against aliens. That's fine. That is absolutely permitted. Um, so all we need to do is take our hatred that we might feel towards china mm-hmm. and direct it at the aliens
1: yeah okay so that's a very good point but i'm gonna go a different direction i'm gonna try to have sex with an alien okay i'm gonna be that guy because i don't want to be like because was funny because we we're talking about this at work and then they're like could you believe they brought this out now I was like oh thank god they brought out the proof of aliens before I was too old to have sex with one. Cause could you imagine you're like 60 years old and the aliens come down to earth and you're like, well now I'm too old to fucking go Captain Kirk on this bitch. What's up. So, but so now if they come down and I already asked Andrea for this and she said, if it's a matter of saving the human race, she said she wouldn't count it as cheating, but that has to be your hall pass is an alien (laughs) is that yeah oh yeah but it's not really a hall pass because it has to be to save our lives and she's like do you want to have sex with an alien i was like "Mm, i feel like it's more of a i have to if the chance comes up sort of deal (laughs) like could you imagine being the one guy who had sex with an alien like Half the people on earth would think you're a disgusting asshole and the other people would be like, yo, what What was it like?
0: Why what, do you think you would be the
1: one guy? Like? Because I'm the most handsome guy.
0: Well, but like, why would they just stop at one? Why would they fuck you and be like, well, that's enough human for <laughs> us. <laughs> like
1: unless There's no way to say this without sounding like I'm terrible at having sex with aliens. <laughs> I was going to say like
0: and that, that you're so bad at sex that you just yeah. turn the aliens off. Like you save the planet by showing the aliens that you have no redeeming sexual qualities and they just
1: like fly off in search of good sex. Yeah, they're like, oh, here's a typical human male. Let's have sex with him. And they're like, all right, let's go find a different fucking planet. These guys suck at sex. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, um, I mean, well, Aaron, you, so we have some comments on the Facebook video, Aaron's saying, talk about the, uh, Kim Jong-un's reanimated corpse already covered it, bud.
1: But, uh, yeah, he's dead. Oh, yeah, like, uh, there, there's been tons of memes of weekend at Bernie's with fucking Kim Jong-un in the middle. And I, and he's got a point. I think that if Kim Jong-un is dead, the, Oh, the best part was um South Korea was saying Kim Jong Un was still alive because they had a letter written by him they're like well he wrote this letter which is Nobody a thing that no one else could possibly do before. and and it's like well could you not take a picture of it like i imagine you didn't get the letter mailed to you it was digitally transferred so take a picture of it so i'm just going to say that someone writing a letter isn't proof enough that they're alive for me. Because.
0: All it says is I am alive with a little like heart above the eye. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's t- it says, it's like, I am alive. Totally Kim Jong-un. <laughs> totally. Not his sister. Me,
0: not dead. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So aliens are real. Oh, my favorite thing in the alien story is that uh, fucking uh, Tom Tom DeLong from Blink-182. Yeah. Uh, his, like, secret alien society or whatever the fuck it is actually released these videos, somehow came into contact with them back in, like, 2017.
1: It's, uh, I think what happened was the Navy uh, pilots who had them, like, either sold them to or gave them to the... What is it? Faith in Our Stars Academy or the...
0: Uh, to the Stars Academy of Arts and Sciences.
1: Yeah, which... Right now, at this exact point that the uh, Pentagon confirmed those and it shows that he released them makes it worthwhile to quit Blink-182. Up until this point, it had not been worth leaving that band behind because they had – did they do two albums since he left? Because they did like – they just recently did a reunion with some other dude. And I they, don't
0: even know what they've released since, since he left. I know uh... –
1: I feel like they released one right after he left and then they took a couple years off and then they're like, Oh will blink ye is a thing again. There was like... Because he cool. did uh, Angels and Airwaves or whatever too, right? Like that yeah. was the thing he left for a bit? Yeah, he did two albums with them. The first one I have, and it's pretty good. It's like, it's not just stop listening to us and go download that and listen to that instead. It's maybe put one of the songs on your spotify list to check it out to see if you like it because it's it's not blink 182 good and but it's it's like a little bit different it's like more rockish i guess oh I speaking
0: know. of uh, blink 182 did you catch the post post malone yeah uh, post- i did
1: dude you guys all gotta shut gotta like calm down it was because, so fucking good, man. it was yeah, it sounded like Nirvana, which yeah. isn't that accomplished of a band.
0: Uh, they had a very distinct sound
1: yeah, they had a distinct grunge sound you would not- I think I was thinking about this today because I was like, I mean, I don't hate nirvana I just after i after I listened to Nirvana, I found other grunge bands that are better, like the pixies and
0: the Pixies predated Nirvana by like 20.
1: Yeah, but I didn't find the Pixies till after Nirvana. And I was like, oh, there's better grunge. But, my, but I, what I was saying was, I think, I was just thinking about this. And I was like, I think everybody's just desperate for grunge again. Like that hard sound in pop music. Because you listen to pop now, and it's all sounds like Post Malone, what it usually sounds like. And like fucking Justin Bieber and Ed Sheeran. It's all this like low slow like kind of ballady pop and there's like no riffage or anything so everybody hears this and they're like oh fuck yeah i remember what rock and roll sounded like
0: i just thought it was fucking impressive that like post malone who is like a very like uh he's a he's a pop artist Mm -hmm. um but he did like a very faithful um like true true to form nirvana, and there's fucking there 's been lots of nirvana covers out th- out there, but none of them have really like captured the essence of what Nirvana was uh, until this yeah. and it was a live performance, and it was like the set list he did it wasn 't just like the top fucking hits like he went he went and like dug
1: some some uh well, come as you ares, pretty regular nirvana. Did he do Teen Spirit? Because I kind of flipped through it. I listened to some of it. He didn't do. He did not do "Smells Like Teen Spirit." And he did uh, some of the lesser knowns. You're right. Um, I think the true shining star of that whole covering was fucking Travis Barker. I was saying, yeah, that's from uh, Blink 182. Blink 182. Um, it's weird because Travis Barker's so good at playing the drums that it's like it doesn't sound like it's good until you like start to listen to it and you're like, oh, there's a whole bunch of subtle shit. Going on behind the regular shit. So, um, well, what? You coronavirus? Was that? No, I'm just, I'm just talking too loud, too fast. Have you been in public
0: where people have like coughed or sneezed and just like everyone reacts like it's a fucking gunshot? Now.
1: Uh, (laughs) Oh (laughs) yeah, they do. Oh, it's at work, and there's um, this one guy in the lunchroom coughed. (laughs) <laughs> and This guy grabbed this this uh, spray bottle of disinfectant. and He just starts spraying it, like <laughs> half joking. You're like, <laughs> and he's like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like half scared, spraying it into his own lungs. Yeah, just like. <sighs> oh, uh, speaking of, what
0: consuming disinfectant?
1: Oh yeah, um, I just wanted to talk about. Uh, nice segue. I just before. Oh, you wanted
0: to express more hor- horrific music opinions.
1: I'm just gonna say this, maybe one of the reasons why I'm not a huge post Malone fan, and I didn't like his. He did he did hit the tone of Kurt Cobain very nice, but he also kind of sounded like Matthew Good with the vibrato, and that always kind of bugs me. Like, cause if it sounds like, it's like sometimes when a singer can't um, hold a note for too long, they switch into vibrato to kind of like. Cheat their way through the sustained note. Yeah, and that's think,
0: absolutely what it is.
1: And I think that's what Post Malone does. It's kind of like the way Matthew Good used to do it. And I mean, I'm not going to say it's all bad, but it's just it's as good as Nirvana or Pearl Jam was. Which, if you're me, it's not that great. But everybody Two very else, very different bands. Yeah, but like the wailing grunge singer like I felt like he was a mix of Eddie Vedder, Kurt Cobain and Matthew Good like it kind of he kind of had the Kurt Cobain then he kind of had the Hur! of like Eddie Vedder and then the vibrato of Matt Good maybe I listened to it too hard trying to hate it uh, that definitely sounds like you, <laughs> <Definitely> <laughs> you. Um... I was like, okay, I don't want to just say I hate this. I want to really listen to it, go deep, and find a nitpicky find reason. reasons to hate it, right? Yeah. 10 pages of notes about why I hate it. But, like, as far as the musicianship and the guitars and the drums, they were spot on. So, yeah, it's good. Like, okay. if you miss Nirvana, listen to that. Yeah, it's, I
0: think it's the most faithful Nirvana recreation that uh, I've seen since uh, Kurt Cobain was cruelly murdered in cold blood. What the fuck <laughs> by, was that?
1: Like, by not his 30, own foot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 30 years ago? Jesus. Oh, my God. Yeah, 94. Yeah. 25, 26 years ago. <laughs> We're so old. We uh, are... Could we talk about... Uh... Oh, the disinfected thing? I mean, yeah. I mean, we, did, things- we did hint at it with the alien shit because I was like, well, maybe. But yeah, like, so I went back and listened to it again because I thought he had said introduce disinfected to the lungs, but he did kind of like in true Trump form garble, like made a sentence like Dale makes a sentence and was like, jest it. Uh, but. Yeah, like if you could somehow – okay, I'm just going to say this could work. If you could somehow inhale a cloud of like disinfectant alcohol into your lungs and then just spew it out without killing you, it would probably kill a virus. But it would also kill every piece of good bacteria inside your lungs. Yeah, if we
0: could all get like just like like concentrated into camps – And then they could put us, march us into showers where they could douse us with really heavy chemicals that we would breathe
1: in. Oh, shit. That would be a really fucking good idea. (laughs) Only... That would for sure kill the virus. I don't know how the host is going to survive, though. Jesus Christ. And it was like, Trump said this dumb
0: shit. And uh, fucking... (laughs) He said the shit, and he also said something, like, impossibly stupid about uh, exposing our insides to sunlight, and my favorite thing about that was that there was, like, there's a photo of him taken before that press conference, and it's, him yeah. <laughs> like, this, like, placard that they had made that was, like, three, three things that they had found, like, affects the virus transmission, and one of them was sunlight, and one of them was the disinfectant thing. And someone was like, you can literally like see the wheels turning in his head. And he's like, why has nobody <laughs> thought of this yet? I'm going to cure the coronavirus. Uh, and it was, uh, it was honestly fucking amazing.
1: Oh, Aaron did the work for us. So what Trump actually said was, I see the disinfectant where it knocks it out in a minute, one minute. And is, is there a way we could do something like that by injection inside our almost cleaning because you see it gets in the lungs and it does a tremendous number on the lungs. So it would be interesting to check that. Yeah. So that was a, that was hard to read. When it was just like,
0: it's like, okay, cool. If you want to have like, if you want to get stoned with your friends and have like some stream of conscious bullshit and be like, well, what if we fed a man to a bat? Maybe that would cure the coronavirus. Yeah. So <laughs> you have, like, the president of the fucking United States getting on a podium in front of hundreds of millions of people and just being like, why
1: don't we try yeah. that? Yeah, it's the equivalent to Tommy Boy when he was all high on Nazis, like, rowads, rowads. That's a weird word. Like, that's what Trump's... Wow. doing. It's like hey, Trump, do you want to give us a fucking news conference on the COVID? And he's like, what if we took poison and put it inside of us?
0: You know, they call them fingers. (laughs) I've never seen these things (laughs) before. uh yeah so unsurprisingly Trump has now stopped all press conferences uh they were doing like their daily briefings and he was just basically like okay fuck you you're gonna make fun of me and the stupid shit that comes out of my mouth I'm not gonna lead this country anymore
1: that's gonna Uh, hurt because he was just bragging about the press rate or the fucking viewer ratings his press conferences were getting (laughs) Yeah. I mean, Trump, come on. Even me and Derek only go live streaming once a week because we know we can't handle more because we don't have enough to fill an hour more than once a week.
0: No, we're going to be struggling for this. And also, we have a much, much smaller audience. <laughs> uh, so I do not feel socially responsible if I tell uh, our viewers right now that, hey, maybe drinking some hand sanitizer. Try it
1: out. It might keep whoa, you- whoa, 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 whoa. Don't you, if you drink it, it's going to go into your stomach and not your lungs. Right. What you really got to do is all get right. some silver spray paint, spray it in a brown paper bag, and then fucking inhale it, and that'll get into your lungs and kill the COVID, <laughs> and you get really high.
0: We are all going to be huffing Lysol. <laughs> oh,
1: my God. Trump's like one step away from just telling everybody to do whippets. <laughs> like, for real. if
0: You know? And I think if they found out, if they had, like, even had the slightest inkling. And it was, like, that fucking drug where it was, like, um, the hydrochloroquine or whatever.
1: Yeah, that's what it was.
0: Yeah, where he was, like, um, hey, this is, like, a miracle cure. And he was, like, really pushing it. And then they did a bunch of studies. And they were, like, "Man, this actually makes people die more and faster. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and it's just, like, I think everyone's just, like, reaching for like, grasping at any kind of cure they can think of. Um, Oh, yeah. The interesting thing about this, for me, is that um, prior to this, there were a bunch of fucking anti-vaxxers spreading, like, crazy anti-vax bullshit everywhere. Uh, And I'm wondering if any anti-vaxxers positions are going to change once a vaccine for uh, COVID-19 becomes available.
1: Oh, I think... I think it's split the anti-vax community because there are some who are like, oh, wait, I could survive easily. And then there's some would be like, nah, I'm not taking that vaccine. I'm not taking any vaccines at all. Like there's already- Why there's already, for human
0: fetuses. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, there's already anti-vaxxers who are like, if God wanted me to live, he would just let me live. He wouldn't give me the disease in the first place. Um, Which is funny because that's, what all those preachers in the South were saying that Jesus is bigger than COVID. And then they they died. Yeah. And then a bunch of them died. So, I mean, if you ask, like, if you ask me and people are going to drink disinfectant or inhale disinfectant to try get rid of COVID, I say we let a couple of them try. I mean, it sounds mean, but (laughs) You can't just keep saving everybody from themselves.
0: Yeah, no, I think that uh, a, a little thinning the herd there would be acceptable. <laughs> um, but another problem I have is that a lot of people are like, oh, any Trump supporter, like, should fucking die right now. And I'm like, well, I don't know if that's true. Like, the guy's, you know, overwhelmingly an idiot and definitely a shitty president. But I don't know if anyone that would still vote for him deserves to die. But people who would inhale Lysol... Uh, or try to expose their insides to sunlight yeah they they can go
1: yeah i mean like i hope the ultraviolet uh, rays gets rid of covid because i'm just fucking bathing in those all day when i'm welding so it would be nice if with the ultraviolet um, radiation cancer that i'll probably get i get immunity from covid that'd be like a good trade-off I mean, they're saying, like, take vitamin Ds and stuff, and maybe he just got that misconstrued. Vitamin D! (laughs) I've got some vitamin D for your COVID. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Yeah. Oh, were you saying – you told me on the weekend that France was talking about nicotine?
0: Oh, yeah. So uh, what uh, they have actually discovered is that – and this is another miracle cure. So everyone rush out and buy a carton of cigarettes right fucking now. Um, they found that in uh, a lot of, like China, Italy, and France both have like, or all have very high percentages of the population that smoke cigarettes.
1: I wouldn't uh, use Italy as a defense. because <laughs> like, they, got... they, oh, So they
0: had a fucking ton of people die. But what they actually found was that smokers uh, yeah. were actually like, super underrepresented in the number of people that had uh severe COVID-19 cases like I think they found something like 40 percent of the country smokes but smokers only made up like four to eight percent of um of the really severe cases so what they are uh what they're doing now is that France rolled out this trial where they were going to be supplying frontline medical workers with nicotine patches um, to basically see uh, if that helped prevent them from developing any severe symptoms. And the reason they think that is because uh, the way COVID-19 kills you is it basically turns your immune system against your own lungs or heart or brain um, mm-hmm. and they think that nicotine just like beats the shit out of your immune system to the point where like, <laughs> if it turns against your body, it's not going to do anything. Cause it's fucking useless. So.
1: That's, that's funny because I remember, what was it like a month ago? Um, big tobacco was starting to, uh, research, uh, vaccine. So if they make a vaccine, that's just like a fucking vial of nicotine that you just shoot into your veins you just get like this fucking like
0: Fully biggest boobs. cigarette you get <laughs> and, like, did you ever fucking, did you ever smoke when you were on the patch did you ever try to quit using the patch
1: yeah I, I that was i think the first time i tried to quit i used the patch and i did smoke on it and i had the worst dreams oh you i remember? had the worst. Like, patch dreams were terrible yeah Uh, apparently uh
0: those like uh weird ass uh, psychotropic uh drugs that people take to like zyban or uh fuck what's the other one
1: zyban uh i don't know i just i just know joe rogan's brand which is new mood and uh some other like alpha brain that's one but yeah like apparently nicotine is a like a psychotropic which actually makes your brain work better
0: yeah like it it increases focus but uh no Aaron you're Aaron is saying nicotine is actually harmless nicotine is definitely not harmless (laughs) Um, but uh it is less harmful than uh tobacco
1: yeah they say the delivery system is what gets you but nicotine itself is actually like it since it does stuff to your brain to make it work better you know it's doing something fucking else like well
0: yeah it rewires your uh your dopamine receptors and it can uh really fuck up developing brains uh it constricts your blood vessels and can lead to still contribute to like heart disease and uh aneurysms and heart attacks
1: and Uh, supposedly women who are on birth control that whole constricting your blood vessels is actually uh, exacerbated by the birth control, so it's really bad for your heart. So, ladies, ladies, one or the other—pills <laughs> or smokes—you can't have both. Uh, what was I going to say? I to- I totally blanked. I don't know. I just started thinking about birth control pills, and then my mind was just—and
0: like, then I got impossibly horny. Flatline.
1: <laughs> uh, hey, do you want to talk about this uh,
0: Japanese mayor? Making a very oh. astute
1: observation. <laughs> of course I do. <laughs> so the mayor of... What was it? Osaka? Uh, it was... Yeah. The, the mayor... Japan's mayor of Osaka. I'm going to try find the quote. Okay. Um, Men can snap up things they are told to to buy and go. So I think it's good that they go shopping. Avoid human contact. The 56-year-old said. So basically paraphrasing because they don't have the actual quote uh they do it said uh, osaka
0: mayor told reporters on thursday that men should be entrusted with grocery runs because women take a long time as they browse around and hesitate about
1: this and that i mean that's totally not the way women shop and there is no difference based on sex between the way men and women buy food. So this mayor is definitely not right. What do you think, Derek? Uh,
0: I think, you know, uh, it all comes down to the individual. And we all have our own uh, distinct shopping styles. And some people are more decisive than other people. Uh, and some people have a uh, harder time uh, choosing things or just, you know, buying stuff or not taking six hours in a fucking mall. Um, so, but you know, yeah. I don't, I don't see gender. I
1: just see, <laughs> I just see people, man. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's of, it. Of my extremely small sample pool between me and my girlfriend, I do grocery shop for groceries faster, but that's also because I have a burning rage inside me and I hate people and I want to get in and away from everybody as soon as possible. So I don't know if it's because I'm a better shopper or because I have less patience for the outside world, especially with COVID. I actually it's just think it's getting nothing but worse. I think
0: out of Kate and I, uh, I probably grocery shop slower, maybe. Cause I never, my thing is that I never go to the fucking store with like a fully formed idea of what I like. I never have a list. I'm I'm like, I'm just going to like walk through this fucking store until I like see things that I desire in the (laughs) moment. And then I'm going to fill my cart with them. And then I'm going to get home and be like, Oh, I bought eight boxes of cereal and I have no meals. (laughs) I will not be cooking anything.
1: Yeah. My favorite way to shop is like you, I go up and down all the aisles. And then go back to the stuff I forgot and then get home and realize I forgot some things and be like, great. Now I have to go back tomorrow, which I is got- super awkward with this whole, uh, sort of shut down social distancing. I'm like, we can't go back to the same grocery store because I think the clerk is going to recognize me. Yeah.
0: They'll, sh- they will 100% shame <laughs> you for going there. <laughs>
1: yeah, right, just okay. give me side eye being like, weren't you here two days ago, grocery shopping? Yeah. But, uh,
0: have you been to a grocery store and have you done the thing where you like, pick something up off the shelf and then you realize that it's not the right thing or you don't want it. And like back in the old days, you'd just be like, man, whatever, fuck, put it back on the shelf. And now I'm like, if I touch something in a grocery store,
1: whether I want it or not, I'm like, guess I'm buying it because I can't (laughs) fucking put it back. I'm not dealing with that. Yeah. Well, I do the exact same thing unless there's nobody else in the aisle and it's very expensive. I'm like, Oh, I should get this. And I'm like, Ooh, $15. And then someone will comment, I'm like, I was going to buy it the whole time. <laughs> of course I was. Yeah. Uh, all right. It you has too, you way too to many them? calories. Um, let me just take a look at the list. There's uh, this dirty video game shit. Well, I, I put that on there because it'd be nice to talk about something that's not fucking coronavirus or – gets us in trouble with our six lady listeners like we have always see the one good thing about the coronavirus talk is we haven't talked about women's issues and got all the women who listen to us pissed off at us or i haven't gotten our one scottish listener was it lorna i always seem to say something to piss her off so it's nice that we get to avoid Absolutely that. Absolutely
0: nothing about Scotland or women is <laughs> the perfect intersection.
1: Of- I have the best defense for that. Who needs to know anything about Scotland or women? <laughs> or I mean, women. come on. Nobody. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So basically Naughty Dog uh, was, I guess, overworking their wor- their – uh development staff so bad that one of the guys leaked the entire story for the last of us part Two.
0: Oh, he did he, this intentionally
1: yeah he did it intentionally because they're saying like he was disgruntled because they were working them too long hours and stuff and so he leaked the whole narrative of the game spoiling it for everybody and i figured you'd like to talk about this because did you play last of us the first one
0: i did yeah i really uh i think it was the last video game i played that i like
1: really really enjoyed it's funny because last of us comes up so often because it's like people be like wouldn't that be crazy if there was if this like thing if covid like somehow gotten people's brains and changed the way they talked and like basically turned them into these aggressive zombies and then people like yeah they're that was a video game like 10 years ago. I mean, COVID Last of is basically,
0: uh, and this is the reason it's so fucking malicious, is that it's a virus that like exists to. The scary thing about The Last of Us is it's about that uh, cordy- cordyceps? Yeah, cordyceps uh, mushrooms. Mushroom that like is something that actually exists in the animal kingdom where it will like infect fucking ants or bugs and it will actually like basically like a mushroom, but it's also a parasite because it mm-hmm. takes over their nervous system and helps like, guide the ant to die in a place where uh, the mushroom can get, like, maximum spore coverage when it bursts out of this dead animal's body. Um, so coronavirus, in a way, is like that because it's a virus that, like, very sneakily uh, enables people to spread it as far and wide as possible uh, by not exhibiting symptoms for, like, two weeks and by only exhibiting symptoms in, like, 30 or 40% of, of the people to have
1: it yeah like uh one of the like if you have a virus that's too um contagious then it'll burn out because everybody will get it and then it won't get a chance to be carried on so it's like you hear people like because there's a video game simulator i can't remember what it's called but it's the sole uh point of the game is to get a virus to spread around the world so everybody was like always talking about how you don't want like symptoms oh, to show up. Yeah, you don't want it to you don't want the like virus to be too deadly because otherwise people will die before they get a chance to spread it. So it's like somebody this is like the last starfighter. Somebody was playing Pandemic and then it turned out to be real and they just made a perfect virus. But thank god it so far hasn't turned anybody into a fucking zombie. Yeah? You still with me? Well,
0: I was going <laughs> to go back to the actual the thing, which was The Last of Us. Uh,
1: oh, yeah. Like, um, I don't know. Uh, I'll I mean, look the video
0: game industry is notoriously shitty to people. Um, and they basically just, like, get a bunch of uh, bro dudes. Uh, <laughs> bro dudes. Well, just, like, get, you know, guys in high – like, when I was in high school, my fucking dream job – actually, from the time I was, what – I was nine years old when I saw the wizard. uh, And from that point on, all I wanted to do was work in video games. Yeah. So, and you have all these like, you know, guys who grow up really desperately wanting to work in video games and these game development studios, basically like just take these people in and fucking like milk them for all they're worth and then spit them out and then close the studio down. Um, And it's, it's just like, notoriously shitty to employees. And I think they're all usually contract too. Like nobody actually gets uh, benefits. There's no like job, job assurance. Uh, Aaron, I know you work in a video game studio, but I'm also not expecting you to shit talk your employer. Um, But a lot of them are like super duper shitty.
1: Yeah. And they make you work exceptionally long hours like i've i've heard of people working 16 hour days and then like you said before it's contract based so a lot of them try to use that to skirt paying their employees overtime and such and then like i get it like video games are an incredibly time fuck suck to develop because it takes so much effort
0: you just called the phrase
1: time fuck no i said time suck oh sorry (laughs) but yeah like the games are so big now and they have so much effects that it just takes so ungodly long to make anything that I guess it always takes longer than anybody thought it would. So they have to work up, work more than they wanted to originally. I mean, yeah. Like, it's like, The only thing I can compare to is construction because it's always like, hey, we want this done by this time. And then you start doing it. You're like, oh, it's a lot more work. So it was impossible to do it by that time. So now we all have to work longer days to try to get this done on time.
0: Oh, that reminds me of another coronavirus thing. It was like some conspiracy theory where I saw a guy being like – What was he talking how the like whole virus thing in China was fake because they were building like hospitals in like three days? And I was like, dude, have you been to China? Like they literally they will build entire infrastructure projects in like the fucking most insane short amount of time because they have nothing but people to throw at the fucking problem. Like they're like, Oh, we want this building built in two weeks, so we're gonna hire twenty thousand people and get them to build it. Uh, and everyone will just work because there's no fucking labor laws or like safety (laughs) regulations
1: yeah i was gonna say they don't have like standards and building like codes and stuff like they have some probably i'd I'd hope so that buildings just stay out but they're like they're not as stringent like here where you have to have like inspections and safety officers and all this stuff like you said they just like the one thing they have is labor so they just throw man man manpower man hours right at it and an
0: endless supply of labor which is also probably why uh they're going to win world war three uh which is going to happen because if i think about like if you take the rest of the world yeah like everyone else yeah versus china
1: do we get robots
0: i don't know no they probably have better robots than we do Ooh, do they know? Yeah. I think
1: the, yeah, they probably do. That's the shitty thing, but I feel like their robots will be not as powerful, like not as strong as our robots. I feel like they have a lot of like technology, but maybe like their engineering and like bullet proofness, for lack of a better way to say it, like durability, I guess. I feel like theirs would be less durable than ours. Like Because they just, I was like, what, last year they finally made a spy plane? And you look at it, and it's like, well, it looks like a spy plane, but it doesn't look like that great of one. Like, it looks like the spy plane that the U.S. had in, like, the 80s. So I think, like, they have, like, like, phones and technology and, like, software and stuff they could do way better. But I don't think they could do the hardware better. That's just the spy
0: plane that they're telling you about.
1: That is a very good. Underneath
0: it is a super secret spy plane that, like, you don't even know what it looks like because it's invisible.
1: Yeah, like it's like Voltron. They have like these five shitty spy planes, and then their like skin falls off, and then they all form up into like a super spy spy plane. That would that would almost be worth having World War III just to see shit like that happen, like a five-part Transformer spy plane. I mean. It pretty dope, right? I'd definitely be into it. <clears throat> um, yeah. Uh, I don't think there's anything else. Because nothing else really happened this week besides all that. Oh, fuck. We got to talk about the Las Vegas mayor. Don't we?
0: I don't. I mean, we can talk about it. I've, like...
1: sure go for it yeah so i guess if you didn't hear the las vegas mayor wants to so it's kind of weird because it's like when you hear it you're like oh shit they're gonna open up all the casinos so las vegas mayor wants to open up las vegas because she was saying she thinks that everybody has like what she was saying was she thinks that everybody's infected and most people are asymptomatic So if everybody already has it, then we should just open up Las Vegas again and get the economy going. But then someone else pointed out that she's the mayor of Las Vegas and the strip with all the casino, like the Las Vegas strip that everybody thinks is Las Vegas is actually out of city limits. And so if they open up Las Vegas, it wouldn't be opening up the casinos and stuff. So it would be kind of pointless anyway.
0: Well, no, and it's plus like, um, so she basically, she was, in an interview with Anderson Cooper and she basically like volunteered the population of Las Vegas to be like, uh, to be Guinea pigs or there was a term she used. It was like, we'll be like a a control group or like test subjects or something. Um, which like, first off, like listening to this woman speak and seeing her, I'm like, well, that's definitely the mayor of Las Vegas. Like that is exactly (laughs) what I would expect the mayor of Las Vegas to be. Yeah. Uh, Nothing surprising there. Um, the other thing is that like, okay, Las Vegas, like you want to reopen, but it's like, there are so many people in the state still who think that like, okay, this virus is going to go away. And then we're just going to flip a switch and life is magically going to be back to normal. But there's yeah. like, that's not going to fucking happen. Like people are going to be very hesitant to travel for a very long time after this. So, oh, yeah. Like, a I'm definitely not. Driven city like Las Vegas. Like, you can open the fucking casinos and they're just going to hemorrhage money because no one's going to come to them. Um, you can fucking, like, 12 million people. How many people in the States? 330 million. So, how many of those are,
1: uh, what's unemployment at right now?
0: Employment U.S.?
1: What oh, yeah. have we got? You probably need money to have a disposable income to go gamble. Or I guess some people would be like, wow, well, I'm good at gambling and I don't have a job. So maybe I can make money that way.
0: U S unemployment rate passes 20%. Uh, 26.5 million jobs have been lost in the United States. And like, again, everyone's just like, oh, well, just like the virus will be gone and all these businesses will reopen and all these people will get their jobs back. But a lot of those businesses are shut their doors for good. A lot of those employees are not getting hired back. Uh, There's going to be like this very long uh, economic contraction where it's not like we're not just going to go back to old life overnight and people need to fucking abandon that line of thinking. Uh, or we're going to see more and more frustrated dipshits marching out in the street with uh, stupid fucking <laughs> signs. Uh, yeah.
1: No, I heard somewhere that i get a rough estimate is half of the restaurants won't be able to make it through this COVID thing. So it's like, even if they open up half the restaurants will be gone. So there's going to be that many jobs gone. And that's just that like movie theaters, uh, even if they reopen, I doubt anybody's going to go in there. Because, like, Texas was saying on May 1st, they, they haven't, like, said def- definitively yes or no if they're going to reopen, but they're talking about opening, like, restaurants and movie theaters with, like, social distancing and limited attendance. But you could not, I, you could not pay me enough to go into a movie theater right now.
0: Well, it's interesting because like, I think studios are going to, what, they just released uh, fucking, what was it, like, Trolls 2 or
1: something? Um, yeah, and that Vin Diesel movie, uh, Blood, Lust, Rust, Bru- I can't remember. Anyway, I'll quickly look were, it.
0: Trolls Two was supposed to be a theatrical release, and instead they were just like, "Well, oh, we'll sell it to like households for twenty bucks a pop." Uh, and I think the studio grossed like a hundred million dollars from releasing this directly to people, and they didn't have to pay the theaters a cut. So how many studios are going to look at that model and be like? why are we fucking around with theaters? We can make Oh yeah. Money. Cause it's
1: like, if you think about like all the money and distribution and advertising and shit, when it's just like, if it pops up on Netflix, like people will watch it. Like, uh, that fucking, uh, Marky Mark movie. Um, Mark Wahlberg, the last movie he did that just came out on Netflix and like 85 million people watched it in a week. Uh, fuck. I can't remember what it was, but it was good. I watched it it was like um yeah anyways but yeah like if you think about it i wouldn't mm, yeah would you go back to a theater like how long before you would go into a movie theater i
0: don't know like uh probably uh, part of me is like i wouldn't not go into a theater because of corona like probably not until a fucking vaccine's developed i don't think yeah um well, I don't know if that's true because I'll definitely fly on a plane. Um, well, that's
1: that's different. That's like the air's recycled and it goes through filters, and they would de- definitely be able to get like filter out all the particulates. So it'd be like the equivalent of the whole air going through an N95 filter and being cleaner. Yeah. Um. I part of me is like, yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't avoid
0: a theater because of uh Because of coronavirus, I might avoid the theater just because it's like a fucking shitty experience. <laughs> like, like I don't want to oh, go. Yeah, like fucking like wait in line at a concession to get popcorn and then fucking have to like, you know, keep getting up and like walking in front of twelve people. If if they, if everyone was just like hey, we're only going to release movies directly to your home from now on, I don't think any tears would be shed. Like, I don't think there are a lot of people out there who are like, you know what I fucking love? Going and sitting in a room with a hundred (laughs) strangers and some loudmouth dipshit (laughs) spoiling plot points and this idiot's on his cell phone and snacks cost me $20 when you could just like get that experience in your own home.
1: Oh yeah, like last time I went to a movie, there was this girl whose feet smelled like blue cheese and we had to like, she was like three seats over from us. And we had to physically get up and move forward like four rows just to get away from the smell of this girl's feet. And now you add COVID oh, to that. And it's just like, I was thinking about this today. Cause I was reading it and I was like, what would it take me to get back into a theater like tomorrow? And I was like, I would go for $50,000 in a full hazmat suit but then it's like why would i even bother going to a movie but it's just like just thinking about it and then like thinking about like fucking mouth breathers behind you and it's like they're only like there's you couldn't get far enough behind me for me to be okay with it just like all breathing forward and it's slowly all the like molecules of people's mouths just drifting down and settling on like the back of your neck Dude, like, the, the moistness, it's everywhere. That oh was my fucking, God. Like those clouds that we expel from our mouths. <laughs> like, I'm probably
0: showering my computer right now. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, yeah oh. it's gross. People are disgusting
1: and I never want to be around them ever again. Yeah, just think about this. Think about what would happen to your body inside if a mouth breather made the back of your neck damp. I would just turn like murderous instantly i probably wouldn't be able to murder that many people because i'm not that good at it but i would try because i would i would just like something inside me would snap and i'd be like crazy for the rest of my life
0: i am waiting i can't
1: even think about
0: that i am waiting for the moment that we get the first news report of like someone like sneezing or coughing in public and just getting like the shit beat out of them because they accidentally like sneeze on a person or cough <laughs> on a person and somebody just loses their fuck and and beats the shit up it will happen guaranteed.
1: there there has been stuff where like people would sneeze like they were like sneezing at people and then someone just fucking runs in and decks them and like they were intentionally doing it yeah like oh, there's well, like yeah, you fucking deserve that asshole yeah but no like, definitely like yeah like i get what you mean like like there's like you know like when chickens when one of them's sick and they all peck it. Like, how long before people turn into that, where it's like, we open everything, and then we just turn into this, like, crazy, like, mob mentality that as soon as one of us is, like, sick or anything, the rest of us just, like, try to expel the virus by killing that person, demons. like you said, like, beating yeah. them to death.
0: Pass cast the demons out by murdering Yeah.
1: Them. Yeah.
0: It's an option. You know, I coronavirus mean, can't get you if you're beaten to death by a mob of strangers, so... <laughs>
1: ironically, if you're beating someone to death who has COVID, you have a high chance of getting COVID yourself. So I would recommend against that activity for all of our listeners. Make sure you got that PPE. (laughs) Yeah, make sure you're wearing gloves and a face mask and a face shield. All
0: right. Uh, Hey, everyone, thanks for tuning in this week as we talked (laughs) mostly about COVID and about a few other little things.
1: I Uh, mean... It's what's going on in the world. This is what everybody's talking about on the internet. I mean, for, for the foreseeable future, yes. We you could only have one tiger king for so long before it just goes straight back to COVID. True. Yeah. We need more. I
0: although I guess they can't shoot documentaries anymore because of social distancing. So we'll see what happens there. Oh
1: yeah, like what's going to happen then like because we're still riding the wave of all the stuff they had in the can right before the whole virus hit. Like we're they're still releasing some stuff, like movies are coming out, and there's probably like after another year maybe is when they're gonna run out of stuff that was in post production. Like what do we do then? It'll be nuts. Um
0: Cool. I've been your co-host, Derek Boland. You can follow me on the Twitter machine (laughs) at Herder.
1: I've been your other co-host, Dale DeRuder. You can follow me on the Twitter machine at SuperDaleBot. You can follow us,
0: which is actually just Dale on Twitter at OutreachFactPod. He sends the tweets there. You can also like us on Facebook uh, where we live stream these episodes now every week. Uh, Usually a couple days ahead of our publish date. Today we are recording on Tuesday. Next week, who the fuck knows? Because for people who have nothing but free time, uh, (laughs) we are really bad
1: at scheduling these. Yeah, it's it's hard. It's like you have so much free time. So you're like, oh, I could take on all this extra stuff. And then you do. And then you run out of time to podcast. Plus, Derek's doing like five podcasts. This is still my only podcast because – I believe that you, Outrage Factory Podcast listeners, are the most important people, and I'm also too lazy to you, go.
0: You are my least favorite of all the podcasts <laughs> I've going with. These fans are the fucking worst. Um, there, there's some outrage for next week. Uh, thanks, everyone, for <laughs> tuning in on the live stream. Uh, and until next week, stay
1: angry.